Tom Nuke. Tom Nuke. 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 He's got a brand new nuke. He's got a brand new nuke. Welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. And I'm Marco. And this is a podcast about games that are fun to play with one or more persons. Yeah. I feel like there's an, a better way to say that. I mean, I keep saying just you should just with say other people. with two or more people. Yeah. Because the thing is, one or more persons makes it sound like if you're playing with just one person, like, you count as that one person. I get. I mean, we do games that are fun to play just by yourself as well. Sure, but the point of this podcast is games that are fun to play with multiple people. That's true, that's true. Alright, anyway, what are we talking about today? We are talking about Animal Crossing. Well, actually, we are talking about Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yes. Because Animal Crossing came out in April of 2001, but Animal Crossing New Horizons came out March 20th of 2020. That's right. That is correct. That was was facts. (laughs) Do you want me to give you more facts? Yeah, what do you got? So Animal Crossing New Horizons was developed and published by Nintendo and is out for the Switch and probably will only be out for the Switch. Yeah, unless Nintendo decides to like port it to the Wii U or something else. But but, like Nintendo device only. Yeah, think of it like a Mario game. You're not going to find a Mario game on Xbox. You're not going to find Animal Crossing on really any other platform. Right. Yeah. So this game actually had a weird bit of publicity before it even came out because it was coming out at the exact same time as Doom Eternal. (laughs) So there was this really weird like... I thought you meant... I thought you meant like the coronavirus pandemic was Doom Eternal. I was like, (laughs) oh, that's funny. And then I realized you're talking about the game Doom Eternal. I mean, it applies to both. It really does. That was funny. I'll I'll get to the real life Doom Eternal later. (laughs) But so it came out at the same time as the video game Doom Eternal, Mm -hmm. which is known for intense violence and you being the Doom Marine running around punching demons in the face. But there was a really weird like overlap in the sort of fan bases between this game and Doom, and the developers kind of encouraged it, and they were like, yeah, you know, play video games and do what you enjoy. So there was a lot of fan art of, like, the Doom Marine planting flowers and trees and Isabella holding a shotgun shooting demons. Oh my it was, god. Yeah, so this game started off on a high note, and um, it's a great game. And as Caroline mentioned, it came out during the Doom <laughs> Eternal that we are all living in, Yeah, which was actually really good for the game, because at a time when everyone was kind of locked in their homes, unable to go outside. This gave you not only a little escape, but basically a vacation because it's set in a tropical island, but also like you could make your house and you could lay it out how you want and you can build the environment around your house and like decorate the whole island. So it let you design your little perfect world while you were trapped inside. It was truly like the stress reliever to end all stress relievers for a time when you couldn't go outside. You were building an entire world kind of outside of your house. You were also building stuff inside your house if you were interested in that but it was a really nice escape i mean it's it's like known for being an escape game so yeah escape game like you're in a, you're on an island like you you've escaped from elsewhere Reality. yeah yeah there really isn't much story to this game mm-hmm. this is actually the first animal crossing game that i've played and i believe they all have a similar story but basically you move to a new town which in this case is a deserted island with 
two other villagers, I think, and you just kind of build your house and you slowly build upgrades to your house. You learn recipes for how to build things. You cut down and plant and rearrange trees and flowers and rocks and all the things that you want to do on your island until your town is the way you want it and your house is the way you want it and all that stuff. Yeah. Throughout the whole course of the game, you are paying off debts that you have incurred in order to build said house with a hyper-capitalistic tanuki named (laughs) Tom Nook. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's all. That's the story. And basically the gameplay too. Yeah. Like you just put things where you want them and you you like earn money by selling things from your island or we'll get to the stonk exchange later. Stonk. Stonk. But you just, you go around, you take care of your island, you do a little housekeeping, you earn money and you just keep doing the thing. It's a lot like Minecraft in where you have to set your own goals and make your own fun or else you'll be done with the game in like four days. Yeah. Yeah. Which has happened to a few friends. Yeah. Yeah. Caroline? Yeah. You want to review? Yeah. I mean, I really like this game. Marco got it for me for our anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, for our anniversary. So that was really sweet and a really nice present. And since I have been home for three and a half months from work, I really enjoyed having this kind of outlet. I'm not, I was like not a big Animal Crossing fan when it first came out. I didn't, you know, in 2001, I didn't play it at all. And we've tried like little farming Sims type of like similar games. And I'm, I get bored by them pretty easily. But this is a really good game to just like go in, play for an hour or two, gussy up your island and then like stop playing for me because I would get bored. Like, I don't know what else to do. I have no other objective, like no other mission to do. But I did give myself like little things to do here and there. So I'm still making my island perfect. And I don't know how to make it completely done. I don't think it ever will be. But I've I have some really cool additions that I've added in the past weeks. And I'm really happy about it. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of on that point, the game has a kind of built-in limiting factor to the amount of things that you can do in any given day. Because if you want to harvest all the fruit from your trees and sell it for money, or plant a bunch of trees and have them grow in a specific dark wooded forest that you want, or any number of things, like a lot of what you can do, you can only do once a day, or if you plant a tree, it takes four days to fully sprout. So you can't just like grind out the whole game in 20 hours and be done. There is a lot. Yeah. And when you get an upgrade on your house, it takes a full day for it to be built. Mm-hmm. So there's there's a lot of ways where the game like forces you to kind of pace yourself, which I, I think is good because then Caroline can like play it for an hour and then put it down and come back to it later. Yeah. And there is technically like in the beginning, there are objectives where you just want to like keep improving your island and keep building your house out. So that K.K. Slider, who is a dog a singer, a musician, can come play on your island. And then once you hit that, you technically hit the credits, like once he comes to play. But you still can do so much more on your island after that, and he'll continue to come back every week, which is nice. Yeah. Marco, your review? I, like I said, this is the first Animal Crossing game I've played, and I really liked it. It was exactly what I think we all needed at the time, which was a nice, peaceful getaway where you can just tend some flowers, grow your garden, plant some trees, make a foreboding dark wooded forest. Mm -hmm. It was just a good escape and a good little arts and craft project, basically. Yeah. I also, I didn't mention this, but I kind of liked that I got it at least a month before you did. More than a month. I got it like a month and a half before you did, I want to say. 
And so I had played the game for so long that I kind of knew some more tricks. And I had other friends who helped me with that who had gotten the game even before me. And so when Marco logged down, I was like, oh, you actually want to do this, 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 and this to like set up your island, but then like the rest of it, you know, do whatever. And I was just teaching him little tricks. And so it was like the first time I, well, it wasn't the first time, but it was one of the first times that I knew more about a game that we were actively playing. Yeah, normally. The only other time was Kingdom Hearts and I still don't know what I'm doing. So normally I've either played the game's predecessors or just the game itself. And I'm a little bit further than Caroline. And it was actually really nice to have a have a guide this time. <laughs> yeah. It was nice. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Should we get to questions? Sure. Awesome. Okay, our first question is obviously who is your favorite villager? It could be on your island, it could be not on your island. The villagers are the people that live on your island and you start out with two, as Marco said, and then more and more come along. They could stay at your campsite and decide to stay. They could decide to leave. So you get new villagers. It's like this whole, there is kind of actually a bartering system if you have really good villagers, which are villagers that aren't part of the amiibo card system. There are like two of those. And apparently you can tell other people that they're trying to leave your village or trying to leave your your island and um, ask for a lot of bells for people to come and try to get them to go to their island. It's a whole thing that I'm not part of. (laughs) So what's most fascinating about that exchange is that people will pay a lot of fake currency or sometimes even real currency to get a specific villager, Mm -hmm. but they don't do anything. Yeah. They don't no. provide any benefit. You don't, they're not like vendors or craftsmen. They don't No, it's actually, just, it's clout. Yeah, it really is. It's just like, oh, well, look, I've got this particular villager and that makes me special because it's super rare or something. I do have Audi on my island. But they don't, they don't do anything. No. Like, they're fun to have around and you can talk to them, but they don't actually do anything. So it's right. very interesting that people will go to such lengths to get these villagers. Yeah. So who's your favorite villager? So my favorite villager is one of the few that I started with. So I started with Diva, who is like a purple slug thing. (laughs) And my favorite villager is Goose. My favorite villager is Goose for two reasons. Okay. First off, he is not, as his name would imply, a goose. He is in fact a rooster. And it makes me laugh that his name's Goose. The other reason is he is a fitness buff. Oh my god. And he spends all of his time talking about how shredded he is and how he's got to work out and how he just did 482 jumping jacks. One of the conversations I had with him today was where he ran up and taught me the shocked reaction. And he was like, use this reaction if you ever see me lose at arm wrestling. But the reason why that is so funny to me is because also on my island is an eagle named Apollo, Hmm. who is just so much more well-built and overall just better looking than Goose. So it's really funny that, like, the little rooster is running around being like, get swole, son. And then the, like, bald eagle is walking around just, like, better than him in every way. Yeah. Which makes me laugh. Okay. That's good. My... First two villagers are not my favorite. I kind of barely talk to them anymore, which is a little sad. I have Cat and um, Coach. Coach is the, like, buff. And he... Is he a bull? I don't actually know what animal he is. It's very confusing. But my favorite is actually Sherb. And shouts out to our producer because Sherb was leaving his island. And because I had been on his island or for whatever reason, there was just a chance that Sherb could then come to my island. And he did. And Sherb is the softest, sweetest little goat, I think. I think he's a blue goat who loves collecting bugs and and hanging out inside and journaling and watering my flowers. And I love him. 
Aww. I love her so much. Um, nice. But I do also have Audie, and she tried to move out, and I told her no. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see. But anyone else can move out. I have, like, oh, yeah. Sterling on my island. He can move out. Although Sid, okay, can I just can I just clear something up? Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, I hate Sid. He's a red elephant. And they're like, I hate him. He's, like, really, like, low voice, and he's kind of, like, angsty and punk and rock. But he is so sweet. He's given me the most gifts of, like, any of my villagers. And he's punk rock, which is, like, kind of cool. I don't know. I really like him. Okay. Cool. All right. Who is your favorite non-villager? So, for non-villagers, we mean the people like the Nooks or Isabella or Mm -hmm. Blathers. There are permanent residents who also aren't villagers. They kind of work there. Yeah. And then there are some other non-villagers who periodically show up on your island but don't actually live there, such as Sahara, the traveling rug-selling camel. Or Gulliver, the seagull who always gets washed up drunk on your shore. Mm-hmm. I think of all of them, my favorite is Wisp. Okay. Is that, that's Wisp? Yeah, Wisp. Wisp is the ghost? Wisp is the ghost, yeah. Yeah. I encountered Wisp on, I think, my second or third day, because since I had just gotten the game, I was playing it a little bit more, so I was actually playing it at night, and I found a ghost just kind of bobbing around my haunted forest, so my immediate reaction was to hit him with my butterfly net to try and catch him, Mm -hmm. except when you do that, he explodes into six pieces. Yeah. That was my first meeting with Wisp. It was fun. Yeah. It's also funny that you have a ghost who's afraid of ghosts and or everything. And whenever you talk to him, he explodes into smaller ghosts. And then you catch his ghost for him and he gives you furniture. Yeah. Because that's that's what traveling ghosts do. That's what traveling ghosts do. Okay. So my favorite is Sable the Able Sister. This is, I think they're hedgehogs, right? I think so. Yeah. So Sable is the one that works in the back as a seamstress. If you have the full shop, because some people just have Mabel who comes to the island. Some people just have Label who comes to the island like temporarily. If you have the full Able Sister shop, Sable is the one that works in the back as a seamstress. And she's my favorite because I recently learned of a little hack, kind of, not hack, but a little like thing that you can do where once a day for a few days, you go and you try to talk to her. And usually she's like, oh no, I'm so busy. I can't talk to you. I'm, I'm doing my sewing thing. But then after a while, she'll be like, oh, hey, it's you. Like, Thanks for coming by. And Mabel will be so shocked that Sable remembered you that she'll be like, wait, what's happening? And Sable's like, oh, yeah, you're my favorite villager. And then after a while, you can just have conversations with her. And she's like the sweetest little thing in the world. And she's a little seamstress. Sometimes she's like, oh, hey, I'm really busy. I'm working on this thing. But thanks for coming by. And you're like, all right, bye. And you go and buy your thing. But it's like, it's really sweet. I like her a lot. She's a sweetie. Nice. And I just love that, like... It's kind of a little bit of an unknown thing that you can get her to talk to you. All right. Next question. So the biggest part of this game is building things and customize your island. So what was your favorite thing that you built on this island? I have two. Can I cheat and do two? Uh, sure. (laughs) Sure. You know, of all the answers I was expecting, it wasn't that one. What were you expecting? I was expecting you to just answer the question. Oh, no, I have two. All right, hit me with your two. Okay. So my first one is I also have a dark wooded forest like Marco does. And I feel like he's going to say that that's his favorite. But I have a dark wooded forest that's like on a hill. And what I did is in the middle of the clearing, I put a stone arch and a literal moon. Like the actual moon. Like the moon. It's a tiny moon, but it's the moon. It's the moon moon and it rotates by itself. It Um, just kind of floats there 
like a moon. Like the moon. And so it's kind of like a place for like celestial reflection and meditation. It's like a really nice meditative space. My whole island is like calm and there's like one snack area. Like I don't have like rides or like a pool. I, I don't have like flashy things. It's like very calm island. The second thing that I built just in time for pride, ooh, go pride, is a horse shape shaped horseshoe. <laughs> nope. A horseshoe. So the best part about that is you forgot the S in the word horse. So you said a horse-shaped. A horse-shaped. A horseshoe-shaped bit of, like, cliff that has a waterfall in the middle of it. And in that shape, I made a rainbow of flowers. So it's like this happy pride little part of my island that just has a rainbow. And there's nothing you can do there. You could just hang out amongst the flowers and like catch butterflies if you want. But um, it's really nice. There's only one entrance to it, but maybe I'll change that soon. And then like just below it is a little swing. So you could just like sit on a little porch swing. Nice. Nice. It's all like meditative spots. Awesome. And they're very close to each other. What about you? Well, I was going to say my haunted forest <laughs> because I've already name dropped it twice. But yeah. since you already said yours for that, it feels like a cop out. Mm. So I'm going to go with my wildflower field, okay. which is a bit of land that's not really connected to anything. It's up against a cliff face and it's separated from everything else by a river. And currently I have not yet built a bridge or any stairs to get there. <laughs> so right now it's a little isolated. But it is just a big chunk of land that is full of nothing but flowers and a single beehive. And it's really nice because there's a lot of flowers and it helps you get hybrid flowers, which are just flowers of a different color. Because you start out with only having red, yellow, and white flowers and you can grow purple, pink, black, green, blue. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. So you can grow all those color flowers, but you have to do it by watering flowers that are next to each other and they'll produce hybrids. And because they've been there so long and I water them regularly, I just have a big field full of all different kinds and colors of flowers. It's really pretty. It's very peaceful. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Cool. All right. Last question. What was your favorite moment of cognitive dissonance that you encountered playing this game? Yeah, there are a bunch. I mean, I also, I sent you that video of, was it Cherb being like, she like realized or he realized that he yeah. was being controlled. I don't know that that's real, but okay. So my favorite is the fact that we've Blathers, who is a museum owner and you have this beautiful museum that you curate works for just finished my fossil room recently. And he is an owl and he speaks to you and he accepts donations and you work together. And he's one of the first like other people that you actually encounter and that you work with, which is really cool. Yeah. He's an owl, but he's basically just a person. Yeah. Like he's an anthropomorphic owl. Right. But then you walk outside to your town square and mine is very close to the museum. I set it up so that most of the shops are very close to the town square and on the notes board sometimes is an owl perched there that you can't interact with and it just kind of flies away it's also about a fifth of the size of blathers and it's just kind of wild that you have these animals that exist as animals but then you have these animals that exist as like anthropomorphized beings Right. Like, yeah. you can get a pet hamster. But I then have a pet hamster. You can also have villagers who are hamsters, who are mm-hmm. giant hamsters that walk on two legs and have thumbs and talk. And then you can give that villager a pet hamster, which is weird. It's quite weird. Yeah. All right. What is your biggest moment of cognitive dissonance? So for me, it actually happened today, which is periodically while you're playing the game, there will be gifts tied to balloons that float across your island and you have to shoot them down with a slingshot. 
And yes, that does happen. And you actually get some really cool stuff from it. But one of my favorite and most interesting things I got was an anatomically correct human skeleton, which is weird because every other character is an animal in this game, except for you, the player, who is a human. But you are absolutely not anatomically correct. You're like a little kid-sized circular cartoon creature. So I don't know who the hell's skeleton fell from the sky. There are no humans in this world. I don't know what human's skeleton I have found. So I tried to give it to Blathers. Blathers wouldn't take it. So instead I just posted it up outside his museum. I don't know what else to do with it. You could sell it. There's also, so you said that Diva is a snail, right? She's like a slug. slug. She doesn't have a shell. Yeah, you can catch snails in this game too. That's true. Like frequently after it rains. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, this game is wild. You can also shove an entire hammerhead shark in your pocket. You can do it in a great white. Yeah. I've done it. I would not recommend doing. Let me be very clear. Review for two is staunchly (laughs) anti-putting entire hammerhead sharks in your pocket. Do not try this at home. (laughs) Please do not try. Do we have liability insurance in case someone tries to stick a whole ass hammerhead shark in their pocket? I don't think that we can be liable. I think that maybe Nintendo can be. Okay, cool. So. But also like Tom Nook shoves his coffee in his pocket when you come to talk to him. Yikes. That's. Have you ever noticed that? I have not. (laughs) That's just chaotic evil. Drinking coffee and looking out the window and then you sit at his like station and he'll just be like, boop, and just put it in his packet. 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 Put it in his pocket. Similar to when you catch a wasp and just put it in your pocket. Like uncontained. The number of (laughs) things you the number of live things you have crawling around in your pocket at any given time is horrifying. It's horrifying. Slugs, butterflies, wasps, a whole ass hammerhead shark. Lots of weeds. Lots of weeds. And like just grass weeds, not like, not like weeds, weeds. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's all I have to say about this game. Cool. We We really liked it. Yeah. We could go on at length about the stock market and all that stuff. Oh my God. Yeah. That's something that you should, you're, you better, it's better to experience that. Yeah. This game runs for about $60 still. Um, it's a new game. Sorry, we didn't talk about the multiplayer aspect of this. So oh, right. Really quick. You have your own island, but you can go visit your friend's islands and they can come visit yours. So there is an online aspect to that and you guys can just hang out on each other's islands. You can't stay there indefinitely because um, you do need an open airport to let them in or to go. But it is really fun to just like play on each other's islands. Also, if you have native fruit that is different from the native fruit on your friend's islands, go sell it on your friend's islands because it pays more. Yeah. And you can do stuff like watch meteor showers or go onto Caroline's Island and then hide behind the trees because you're stuck in one perspective. So Caroline actually can't see you if you're hiding behind the trees. I saw you every single time. But so you actually can't find, you actually can't find them because you can only view it from like the south of your island, which means if you are north of a building, but right next to it so that the building covers the top of your head, you just cannot be found. Yeah. Which I may or may not have done several <laughs> times on Caroline's Island. Don't and be that guy. It was fun. I enjoyed it. 
But you can also visit, like, random other islands using a Nook Miles ticket. You can visit Harv's Island, which is another ticket, uh, another island. So there are ways to play with each other. You can hold ceremonies. Like, I know because the coronavirus affected Ramadan this year, people held Ramadan feasts on Animal Crossing, which is very amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's a really fun game, and I think you should get it if you don't have it already. Yeah, there's a significant financial barrier to entry because in addition to uh, the actual $60 game, you do need a Nintendo Switch, which mm-hmm. not everyone has. So Correct. it is a bit more expensive than most yeah. of what we review, also because it's new and we don't always review new games. But if you can get it, I would highly recommend it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a good one. It has earned all of the praise that it has received and, you know, great game. Yeah. Quartz, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> okay. All right. She's going to fall on the computer. All right. All right, Um, please like and subscribe and tell us if you liked it on Apple Podcasts. Most people call that leaving a review. Leave a review. Um, You can also download on Spotify and other podcast platforms. Yeah, you can reach us at Twitter at Review for Two or Gmail at Review the Number Four, number four, TWO Mm -hmm. at gmail.com. And tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. Let us know if you have game suggestions. We're um, looking to diversify, obviously, our game portfolio. So if you have any ideas or suggestions, please let us know. We're also actively doing research, so the onus is not on our fans. But um, thank you in advance if you do send us a game. Yeah. And that's it. Cool. Awesome. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. saw me when I wanted you to see me. <laughs> no, I don't think that's right. Every time that you that couldn't you, find me, time. it's because I didn't want you to find me. <laughs>